0: Before we get started, I want you to take a moment to visualize yourself with your dream family. What positive emotion comes up when you think of them? Joy, peace, love, excitement, fullness, happiness, passion, ease? Now I want you to take that emotion and start living your life in that energy to your best of your ability. Remember, your baby is watching over you rooting for you as you take the action steps to become the conscious mama they know you can be. Know that you're making the biggest investment in your life through the six vital steps, diet, rest and recovery, energetics, awareness, mindset, and supplementation. I believe in you. Your baby believes in you. And you believe that you are worthy and loved. And you are able to create the family of your dreams. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I am completely honored that you're here with me today, allowing me to guide you through your journey to become the conscious mama you were born to be. Today, we have another episode taken straight from the community where I pop in and just give some words of wisdom to all of the beautiful people in there. And yeah, obviously I share it here on the podcast as well. Eventually, I think
1: I recorded this like six months ago. I don't know, a while ago. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hello, beautiful. Um, I want to jump in and talk about something that's been heavy on my heart over the last um, couple days. Um, and I really want to share with you guys, and um hopefully it's just a different perspective. I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, but here's the backstory. Um, obviously, I have conversations with women all the time about miscarriages and um stillbirths. And I think um <clears throat> over the past few days, some things have come to light in my mind. <laughs> I um been dealing with um illness with my father and um it's all you know um happening to him because his um mindset I guess um of not really understanding health and wellness And how diet and lifestyle um, are intertwined with our health. Um, My dad has um, amazing genetics, um, and if he didn't, he literally just wouldn't be alive right now. Um, And I think it's hard for people who keep dealing with certain issues but seem to always survive them um, really put the link the, the, like the bigger picture together, right? And um, obviously, when you're going on this journey yourself, um, you start to become very hyper aware that um, you can only control so much in your life and you sure as hell can't control what happens in other people's life so obviously, um, through my own experiences, I, um, gained a certain amount of knowledge, um, more than most, I would say about health and wellness, gut health, and how it's completely connected to, um, every extremity in your body. Um, and I still have, um, a lot of family members, um, who, just aren't ready to receive that type of message. They'd make maybe little changes, no changes, big changes. And, um, sometimes it's incredibly frustrating because you know that you can support them to have a better quality of life if they can get over the mindset of, um, you know, their habits but as we all know, everyone who's doing a mindset journey, who or has been on one, um, it's it's a hard journey to be on, and some people just aren't ready for it, and so we have to accept that about the people that we we love the most. And so, with these last couple of days that I've had to come back to California, and um, you know, my dad's life being on the line, and then having a miraculous recovery and, um, you know, I've just been thinking that in relation to miscarriages and stillbirths, um, it's this really unique thing that happens to us women to get pregnant with another life inside of us. And I know that I guess I have never really thought of it this way before until now but the hard reality is is that human that you're growing inside of you is a completely different person. Um I would even go as far to say um they're they're only an extension of you genetically. Um you know, from a spiritual soul perspective, it, they're completely their own. And um, even though I believe that who you encounter here on this physical earth, um, you know, whether you believe in soul contracts or, you know, you know, whatever, if you're supposed to be here, twin flames, soulmates, all that kind of stuff, um, it's still a different person, and a person that you only have so much control over. And even when we are literally doing everything in our power to have a happy, healthy outcome, it's still not in your full control of that outcome. And I think it's really hard to wrap our heads around that considering it's in our bodies. And we obviously naturally tend to believe that it was our fault, or that we had some kind of control over it, or maybe even believe in a karmic debt or, you know, this was a soul's contract that you both signed up for to experience here on Earth. You know, what whatever the belief around the situation is, the reality is is that you still didn't have control over it. And I think as mama bears,, um, we obviously want to protect our children you know, from the beginning, and this is, you know, why you're here listening to this podcast in this community. Um, you are on this conscious path and this conscious awareness that this really starts, you know, before conception. But I definitely do believe things are written in the stars for whatever reason. And with what I've learned and discovered about mindset is that no matter what that reason is, you actually get to create the story around it. And even though it might be sometimes incredibly emotionally, um, mentally, physically hard to create more of a positive story around why, you know, Bad things happen, that's still in your control. And when you're able to get to that certain stage in your journey to do that, that's what you have control over. Right. And it's just been a unique perspective to be a caretaker over the past few days and realize. Okay, I've I have no control over this situation. Um, I can only be supportive, um, be caring, maybe offered some advice. Um, by a prenatal, you know, not prenatal, uh, um, a multivitamin for men over fifty. You know, that's that's all that I can really do. And relating that to a pregnancy is pretty powerful in the sense that I know that everyone listening to this right now is doing their ultimate best to have a happy, healthy outcome. Um, And I I really want to reassure people that um, if and when shitty things happen, it's not a representation of how much you wanted it, if you did everything perfectly, if it was even a karmic debt towards you or if you deserved it, like I can almost 100% guarantee, you know, that is not what happened. And there are certain things here on this physical earth that for some reason or another, human beings have to go through. And um, I don't think there's a human on this planet that hasn't walked a a dark cold path before but what i'm pretty positive now is that the stories you tell yourself around these situations literally can make or break the way you continue to move through life um so i hope that's kind of helped anyone you know struggling at this moment with moving through a difficult loss um i definitely believe that um there's there definitely needs to be more focus on grieving mentally emotionally physically i don't think society gives women enough grace during these times and then um when you feel that you can start creating a better story around the situation, um, slowly and surely start doing that for yourself. Um, I know that it's easy for women like, say myself, who are at the end of their journey fertility-wise, and I know that I can look back with like real confidence. Of understanding why I went through every uh shitty situation I did with fertility, and especially between the years of you know six and eight, um, wondering how much more do I have to do? Like, haven't have I not yet learned every single lesson I'm supposed to learn during this this journey? Um and know with confidence now that no, I didn't. <laughs> And there was yet some more to learn, even after um, the birth of both of my children. And um, just know that when you're in the thick of it and you're still trying to understand the whys behind anything, just know that you um, can really start putting your own spin on the whys am almost to the point of um delusion to help your subconscious mind really start believing that whatever the situation was is that you were acting in your best interests and in your child's best interests and nothing that you did either in past lives and this lives or right now um, determine the outcome of that. I truly believe that that other human being is just another really unique experience that is attached to you. So you feel like um, you are one and in a sense you are, but then in a sense you're not. You That, that whole process down there, um, you can only control to the you know physical and mental things that one foot in front of the other, right? And I do you know like I said before, really believe things are written in the stars, and um. Yeah, just creating that new story for you um, can be really really powerful. Um, you know, not erasing it. That's not what we do with the subconscious mind. And we don't erase memories or anything, but we definitely, the emotions attached to those visualizations, to those circumstances, we switch those emotions. And so um, when you start rewriting the story, you put in emotions that are more positive. And it's a really um, unique thing. And um, I can really guarantee if you start finding whatever modality that is for you um, that will help you um, not only grieve but um, put this different spin on this circumstance... That it will shine through in so many other areas of your life, um, and it's a really good technique to use in in all areas. Um, I'll give you an example of when I started first doing emotional freedom tapping. That was my chosen modality to work through all the conscious events in my life that I were was aware of that were heavy on my heart and maybe causing other issues physically definitely mentally and emotionally and blocking me in a lot of different areas but I had a memory of my childhood very vivid I don't have very many of them but um I was outside when I was little maybe two or three years old and it was snow there was snow outside and I was in a full snowsuit, probably a onesie And um, I either had pooped myself or needed a poop. And all I remember is standing at the door and no one would let me in. And um, the emotion of being locked out and not wanted and unseen was an emotion from that memory, which... I do believe that I was stood at that door in a snowsuit. Um, but after the emotional freedom tapping and after we um released the negative emotion attached to that, you know, I said to my coach, um, that might not even have happened. I was like, the door might not have even been locked. And he's like, Yeah, it's possible. And um I started creating a new story around that situation that um, you know, maybe my parents didn't hear me. Maybe I just couldn't open the door quick enough, you know? And so our it's really our minds are so unique. And it's um, you know, those situations that have put us in this high alert where we're always in fight or flight could be as um simple as that one, right? It wasn't this big emotional traumatic event, but it obviously stored in my brain that way. And it was making me behave in certain ways um, in a negative way. And I know that's like not necessarily related to loss and grief and stuff, but it's just um, a you know, like just an example of how we can, we're not forgetting the past. We're just rewriting the past and bringing it into a more, um, emotionally, um, I don't, I don't like to use the words higher vibration. Um, but I think you know what I'm talking about. We're just flipping that switch. So that memory of the child that, um, is now, you know, an angel baby is always there with you, but in such a more positive way. And the I I think our emotions come like waves, um, and I notice that the the waves of emotion with me on things that I have worked on just aren't as big, and eventually they almost become tiny right and um you just don't get knocked by them like maybe how you're feeling right now with any kind of grief right when we're holding the grief and the heaviness of these events um in a um more of a like wise me um what did i do what did i do wrong um you know, kind of anger, or I deserve this type of way. It's, um, that's why we get knocked so hard with those emotions. So to sum it all up, because I'm probably just rambling now, is that when we're dealing with these losses, it's really important to take the time and grieve, and then really important to tap into modalities that we can start making these um, situations um, a little bit lighter for us. And the best way that we can do that is subconsciously rewriting the story um, to love and accept ourselves for what has gone on because it's hard to detach these situations because it was inside of you. You know, and you felt it. You felt that baby. So it's a, it's a unique experience. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions or, you know, you want to talk more about this, like throw me some, like, this is all kind of just came into my mind. Obviously it's, it's different for everyone, but, um, yeah, I would love to just keep this conversation rolling. So if you have any questions, um, definitely either in the community, put down below anything, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, shoot me an email at monica at fightingfertility.co. Okay. My beautiful friends until next time.